This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. My name is Nathan Sather, and I am your host this morning, joining you from the studio here in Fargo, North Dakota. We've had a wonderful show today. Uh, It's been a real joy to talk to all of our guests. I just want to do a quick couple of plugs. March 27th through the 31st is the Sacred Art Retreat that the Diocese of Fargo is putting on uh, in Valley City. So please check out the Fargo Diocese website for more information on that. Uh, April 1st in Minot at the Sleep Inn is a post-abortion ladies panel uh, where they talk about their experiences and the healing that they found in Jesus uh, from their uh, post-abortive experiences. So please uh, if you can, in Minot, uh, they're also having a live stream of the event in Tioga at the Nesting Center there. So Tioga or Minot on April 1st for that. And then we talked with Alicia a little bit about the beloved Pearl Boutique there in Bismarck doing some great things and trying to encourage and edify the faith of folks uh, in Bismarck. But as we usually do, I think we save the best for last. In our last segment, we're going to be joined here by Mike Hegstrom, who's the director of JP2 Schools here in Fargo and a man that I greatly admire and appreciate. Mike, welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, thank you, uh, Nathan. I appreciate it. I admire you as well and your leadership and um, your hosting today. And uh, very grateful. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I pay $20 per compliment, so I'll send the check in the mail. Thank you for that. <laughs> You, you can keep it. I'll just add it to the Real Presence Radio tip jar. Oh, oh, good call, good call. And and my spies tell me that you're at the Fargo banquet here. So how was your experience with that? Maybe what was your favorite part of the banquet? Well, first of all, thank you, Real Presence Radio, for your apostolate, for your presence. Um, what a difference Catholic Radio makes. Um, I, I love it. And uh, the banquet last night, to walk in that room and see well over 900 people packed in, um, just very, very eager to uh, celebrate and to hear from Dr. Martin and uh, leaders, the, the bishops, and others. Um, what a great evening. So just fantastic celebration. Yeah, and I, I kind of see those Real Presence Radio banquets as well as some of the other things that happen, just as little family Catholic reunions. It's, it's just so nice to see so many faces and, and realize that, you know, when you're, when you're talking into the ether, you sometimes wonder who's listening. Well, there's a lot of people who are listening and a lot of people who are edified. I don't think I'll spill too many beans, but I was talking with Nadia um, in between the, the break there, and she talked about how Real Presence Radio has been such an instrumental thing in her own life. So we really are blessed to have this apostolate here, and it really is your Catholic radio station in the sense that this is all something that we support, and it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for each of our listeners. So we're very, very thankful for everyone in that regard as well. Um, but Oh, go, go ahead. Mike. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I just add, uh, I really appreciated the speaker, Dr. Martin, and uh, bringing in Ralph Martin. Uh, thank you again, Real Presence Radio leadership, for that and uh, making that possible. I brought along my well-worn copy of The Fulfillment of All Desire, um, his, his classic book. Um, he said that Father Mike Schmitz reads that, has read it four times. And uh, I bring it when I go on a retreat or on a mission trip. It's the one book I, I bring along. The wisdom he has distilled there is just amazing. So wonderful to hear Dr. Martin speak last night, and um, he's made such an impact on so many lives. Yeah. Well, what was the name in case our listeners didn't quite catch that? Well, um, it's The Fulfillment of All Desire, and the, the subtext, uh, subtitle is A Guide for the Journey to God based on the wisdom of the saints. 
and he's he's taken a great um, witness of the saints and their example and their writings and distilled it um, in this book of practical wisdom, the fulfillment of all desire, the, the desire for God, as exemplified by the saints. So, uh, and then he had that book on sale last night, as well as his new book. So. Wonderful. And I was able to get an autographed copy of mine. So hey, yeah, right. that's that's a win-win right there. Um, now the work that you do with John Paul Two Schools is something that I don't think should be uh, marginalized in any way, shape, or form. It uh, I think it's becoming increasingly clear how important it is for parents uh, to make good choices when it comes to the education of the of their children, and and are more and more aware of some of the things that are happening outside of the Catholic private school type of setting. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do there with JP2 Schools, Mike. Sure, and, and I'll just start by saying I'm, I'm also the director of Catholic schools for the Diocese of Fargo. We have 14 schools in our diocese, 14 Catholic schools, um, all the way up to Belcourt and down to Wapiton and up to Langdon and everything in between. Um, 14 Catholic schools, so I support and guide and help those uh, pastors and principals in uh, their Catholic schools. And then I'm the president of the JP2 Catholic school system, named after St. John Paul II, since 2011. And uh, we have five schools, and ele- you know, three elementaries, Holy Spirit, Nativity, and Trinity, a middle school, and I'm on that campus, I'm nine miles south of your studio for Sacred Heart middle school and Shanley High School, so a high school system. So I'm working with all 14. But you are right, Nathan. Uh, You know, canon law says parents are to entrust their children to those schools that provide a Catholic education, canon 798. And you can say, you know, there's really a pride of place uh, given to Catholic schools in the the mind of the Church, and that's certainly been the case with Bishop Folda. He has so emphasized the importance of the apostolate of Catholic education. He has been such an ardent supporter and uh, just a a great guide and leader for Catholic education. So there's this pride of place. Our schools have a responsibility then to um, deliver, you know, with uh, the best in faith formation and academic excellence and and service, the arts, and and the whole-person approach that we have, which is very unique, all grounded and built on the Catholic faith, and uh, Jesus Christ is the one who animates everything in our schools. So, yes, um, that's who we are. I I don't denigrate other schools and other systems, other forms of delivery that parents might choose, but we are unique, and uh, we celebrate that uniqueness. Yeah, and I think that's worth celebrating in the in the uh 9th 10th 11th 12th degree <laughs> because uh it's it is unique and it is different and you know it may not be the best fit for every situation uh individual parents have to make that choice but i don't think there's any reason for us to kind of hang our head uh in, in any way shape or form about that we should be very uh pleased and and proud of the fact that we offer something unique through our our catholic private education that is, is so impactful, and, and so many folks benefit from it tremendously. Um, my, my kids have attended Catholic schools for many years, and I just can't even begin to describe the amount of blessings that we've gotten uh, through those experiences and how their faith has been edified. So it, it, it definitely is something that we should be able to, to look in the mirror and say, yes, we're, we're doing a great thing here for Jesus and not, not to be... Um, in any way, shape, or form, try to hide hide that light under a bushel basket, so to speak. Indeed, we're salt and light, as the Gospel said last Sunday. And thank you for your testimonial, Nathan. I appreciate your presence 
um, over the years in our schools, and uh, we want to partner with parents. We want to, to collaborate with parents and help them in, in their duty and task to form their children and uh, to we, we partner, collaborate with them, ultimately to produce saints, to lead people to heaven. And Bishop Fulda is never tires of saying that our schools are designed to help make saints and lead people to heaven. And so this past week was Catholic Schools Week, correct? Yes. Yeah, what were some of the things that, that happened there? Uh, and you, you've got a large reach with, with 14 other schools as well on, on the different activities and events that happened during Catholic Schools Week. It is one of the highlights of the year where we celebrate our Catholic schools and in so many dimensions. There's a, there's a lot of fun and uh, just some unique things and celebrations. Uh, at the heart of every school, last week would have been gathering for Mass. And for our JP2 schools, we were able to gather um, on the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord on Thursday, February 2nd. Uh, we had candles blessed, candle mass. We had our, our gym absolutely packed. I would say 1,300-plus people because we had our five schools. St. Joseph's and Moorhead came over. Uh, we partnered with them in many ways, some 171 students from St. Joe's. And then we have our, you know, Bishop Holder, the presider at mass. Um, our pastors were there. Our staff members, teachers, parents, grandparents, supporters, um, and the Presentation Sisters, the order that started our schools 140 years ago in 1882, were guests of honor and uh, brought up the gifts during the offertory. So that was truly a highlight for me to see all of us gathered, um, kindergarten through 12th grade, and uh, to be gathered around that altar to hear Bishop and to receive the Eucharist. What a beautiful blessing. That truly was a highlight. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is it not three out of four years that the Shanley School has won the Know Your Faith competition? Well, two of the two of the last three years we two, have two or three, won okay. it, and we've got a total of five. So that's another highlight. We talk about you know excellence in faith formation. Uh, the the five high schools in our region, one here in the Fargo Diocese, the three in the Bismarck Diocese, uh, Bismarck St. Mary's in Dickinson Trinity and Minot Ryan, and then Sacred Heart in East Grand Forks has joined recent years. They won a state title a few years ago. But uh, yes, we have a team that was that won our local competition on Tuesday of last week. What a great day, by the way, St. John Bosco, patron saint of youth. Yeah. Um, and those seniors had also won state as sophomores. Last year's juniors, uh, they were knocked out in the local round. But they went out to Dickinson Trinity, left early, uh, 6.30. We had a send-off last Wednesday morning, made the long trek. And I, they got one question wrong during the regular round, and then everybody got Bishop Kagan's uh, very complex final question wrong as well. So uh, just a, a sterling effort. These guys know their stuff, <laughs> um, the, the Catholic faith. And not only that, I, these three gentlemen, Gionicello and Jacob Mayo and Keegan Walker, they are truly young men seeking holiness, and they're, they're prime examples of you know who we form and um, who we have in our schools. They're great examples. Yeah, I know I know Gionicello fairly well. Uh, I don't know uh, the other gentleman. I know Keegan a little bit. Um, and yeah, stellar, stellar young men. Uh, I, I think the absolute world of Gio Nicello and his parents, uh, just an, an excellently formed young man, just going to do great things for Jesus in the future. Now, I, I consider it the Super Bowl of Catholic schools myself. You know, for some schools, it's the state football game or whatever the case. If Shanley just brings home the Know Your Faith competition every year, I'm good. I don't need any basketball wins. I don't need any volleyball wins. Just give me that Know Your Faith trophy. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, yeah, indeed, it has a pride of place. I'll take any um, excellence in, in anything <laughs> that we do. But, but yes, faith is fundamental, and it's our crown, and uh, we displayed it proudly at the Mass. Bishop referred to, uh, he, he pointed to the trophy after communion and uh, acknowledged the boys and their triumph. So it was, uh, it was included in our celebration the next day. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so on the other side of this break, we'll continue talking with Mike a little bit more about Catholic schools, and we'll talk about how you can participate and help the mission of Catholic schools through Giving Hearts Day that's coming up here soon. And you'll get all that and much more on the other side of this break. You're listening to Real Presence Live across the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Di Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Faith is a meeting with Jesus. Faith is not a magic formula, but it does give us the key to learning for ourselves so that we get answers and find out for ourselves who we are. It is always the case that a person first recognizes himself in others and through others. No one can arrive at knowledge of himself just by looking within himself and trying to build up his personality from what he finds there. Man as a being is so constructed for relationships that he grows in relation to others, so that his own meaning, his task in life, his advancement in life, and his potential are unlocked in his meetings with others. From the starting point of this basic structure of human existence, we can understand faith in our meeting with Jesus. Faith is not just a system of knowledge, things we are told. At the heart of it is a meeting with Jesus. This meeting with Jesus, among all those other meetings we have need of, is the truly decisive one. All our other meetings leave the ultimate goal unclear, where we are coming from, where we are going. At our meeting with him, the fundamental light dawns by which I could understand God, man, the world, mission, and meaning, and by which all the other meetings fall into place. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're listening across the Real Presence Radio Network. My name is Nathan Sather. I'm your host today, joining you from our studio in Fargo, and we're talking in this segment with Mike Hegstrom, who's the director of a whole bunch of Catholic school things, both for the diocese and here in the city of Fargo. I did forget about the diocesan uh, duties that you do have there, Mike, so thank you for correcting me earlier on that. Um, But I'm sure there's lots of people who are very appreciative of Catholic schools, and with Giving Hearts Day coming up, there's a unique opportunity for people to support and join the mission of JP2 schools and our diocesan schools. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please, Mike? 
Yeah, it just would set the table first. You know, our, our bishop, again, loves Catholic schools. He himself will always say, I, I attended Catholic schools. I benefited greatly. I want this opportunity for as many families as would desire a Catholic education. And so, you know, and he'll challenge us. You know, he would not He would like to see tuition lowered. He would like to see more people. And that's always been the case with Catholic education, is that you should make it available to um, all all families and all students, and especially help those who are poor and who might need assistance in, in various ways. So we, we try to keep our tuition relatively low, and when I speak to our alumni or friends in major cities, they can't believe our tuition. Now, it, it's still it's a sacrifice, and my parents sent me and my five siblings to Catholic school, and I don't know how they did it, because my dad was one income um, and the breadwinner, Mom at mom at home, but somehow they sent five children to our Catholic school, in a small town, and um, I, I feel very much like Bishop Folda. Let's make this available to as many families as we can. So he'd like to see tuition lowered. He'll actually say that we our tuition just to keep it simple for JP two schools. Our elementaries cost four thousand. Our middle school is five thousand. Our high school is seven thousand in terms of tuition. Now, you can look at the actual cost. We just crunched the numbers for this year. We charge 4000 for elementary, but, but it costs 7700 to educate an elementary student. We charge 5000 for middle school, but it costs 9600 We charge 7000 for high school at Shanley, but it costs 10300 So there's a gap there, and we have to cover that gap. And, you know, again, we want to make this available. And and be good stewards. We have to recruit and attract um, mission-driven staff members and train them and, and pay them. You know, um, and so we want a balanced budget and you know not to go into debt. So we've got all these these things, but that gap is covered with the help of in Fargo and West Fargo, our parishes. We're very grateful to our eight sponsoring parishes. About 15% of our budget, 16%, typically comes from parish support. So we're grateful. Um, for all the parishioners and parishes and their support. Then we have uh, advancement and, and fundraising we do as well to help cover that gap. And uh, other other ways we raise revenue by, you know, rental and food service, et cetera. Um, all those things come together. So Giving Hearts Day, back to that, we, we see it as a great opportunity. We're very grateful. We have been a part of Giving Hearts Day since the beginning, 16 years ago in 2008. This is the 16th annual, we'll say, Giving Hearts Day. And from the start, we've been a part of it. This year, we're organization number 278. And our QR code is, you'll see it everywhere, not quite as omnipresent as the Lord, but you'll you'll see our (laughs) QR codes all over the place in social media and websites, um, postcards, mailings, etc. And if you would like to give, and and I love Giving Hearts Day. I, I absolutely love the day. Because uh, I can't wait to get to, to work. I sit down at the desk and I make my gifts, and I've got my budget, our budget, and we uh, here's the charities we want to support, and I just love giving. It, it, in a way, it gives us an opportunity to, to mirror God, who is the great giver. Um, we can be icons of the Lord on Giving Hearts Day with our gift of self, our gift of of donation to worthy um, nonprofits and charities. You know, James one seventeen, all good gifts around us are sent from heaven above, and we can share on that on Giving Hearts Day. So it's a great opportunity for so many um, to benefit, including our Catholic schools. It helps us. We've got a, a match of uh, 
through a generous donor of $250,000. So the first $250,000 we raise on Thursday, February 9th, will be matched. And uh, above and beyond, it just helps close the gap so that we can offer tuition assistance, so we can offer competitive salaries, so we can pay our bills and not go into debt, so we can accomplish the great noble mission of Catholic education. Yeah, and I'm, I love hearing, I've heard the bishop too talk about the, the value of education, the way he directs, directly ties it to we're creating saints here, and that's the mission that we have. I've, I've always been grateful for his leadership and the way he's spoken about it and the directness upon which the, the result of it is. We're not doing this so that, you know, we can have great jobs, even though that's good, or make money in the future, and that's good, or be productive citizens, and that's good, but for the, the enduring mission of creating saints. And that does place a, a unique role in, in Catholic education. So I certainly su- encourage people uh, to support JP2 schools and, and donate to them if you're able to pray about it, discern it, uh, and really help those uh, folks out that are so blessed by being able to have their children uh, in Catholic schools. And Mike, I'll just ask you a, a personal question. Like, you've been leading this for a long time. What are some of the graces and benefits that you've seen, not as a student, because that's obviously where our focus is, but... As an administrator, how how have you been graced and blessed in your position there with JP2 schools in the diocese? Well, we're, we're graced, first of all, with the gift of faith in the Catholic Church um, and the, the, the life of grace that comes to us through the sacraments. Um, that's one thing that makes us so unique, and Bishop mentioned that in his message of, you know, for Catholic Schools Week, is no other school makes the claim that the Blessed Sacrament is on your grounds, it's housed in your buildings, um, you're right there today. We have 315 high school students participating in the Sacrament of Reconciliation. We have a dozen priests here. The life of grace is here. And so, number one, it's just that the, the faith um, and gratitude for the faith and the Catholic Church, and then the opportunity the opportunity to be a part of that and to, to help hand on the faith to form that next generation of saints. I'm grateful for Bishop Fold. I pinch myself almost every day. Um, just that he is our bishop, and uh, the, the staff we have here, the teachers, the administrators, uh, the parents. I, I've, I taught 31 years at Shanley, and I just have great, great uh, treasured memories of those students. And um, in good times and in bad times, sad times and glad times, we're, we're a community. Uh, but we're a community rooted in faith, and we can face anything uh, with that gift. Yeah, and, and it is such a blessing to be a part of, of the the community aspect and the mission aspect of, of really just taking the time to directly intentionally have Jesus present in the lives of, of our youngest people is, is invaluable. And, and you know, it, it wasn't secular humanists that, that came to Fargo in 1882 and started a school to educate children. It was those inspired by the love of Jesus to do that. And so hearing you talk about having the sisters bring up the gifts there uh, just a real poignant example to the to everybody, parents and, and the children alike. Uh, this is something we've inherited. It's a blessing. And, and it shouldn't be forgotten how grateful we should be for the blessing of Catholic schools and Catholic education here in our diocese. So uh, thank you for that, Mike. And you got about 30 seconds. You got a parting shot for us, brother? God bless Real Presence Radio. God bless Catholic schools. And thank you, Nathan, for hosting a wonderful uh, visit. Oh, I enjoyed it. And thank you for the work that you do in making our, our communities more faithful, Mike. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you. All right, so we arrived here two hours ago, blinked, and it's over. Again, Real Presence Radio, it, it just goes by so fast. It's such a blessing to uh, to be able to have this apostolate 
Um, but there will be another show at another time. And Rachel, you're going to tell us what's going to come up on the next show. Coming up on the Next Door Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Heather Caro is your host coming to you live from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. She'll be speaking with Nathan Carr, the campus minister of St. Paul's Newman Center at NDSU, about their new partnership with Real Presence Radio. And Colin and Jessica Engelhart will be sharing about Beyond Belief, a Catholic group for young adults in the Bismarck area. All this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back well, to you. Now, for, first of all, Nathan Carr has a great name, and that should be acknowledged. It is an outstanding name, one of the best names of all time. How did I miss out on the opportunity to interview Nathan? I'm, I'm going to have to have a chat with Heather, uh, how, how we schedule these things. Now, sure, I got great guests, of course, but uh, I love the Newman Center. I love the work that Nathan does down there. Nathan left a, a very, I'll just say, lucrative job to do campus ministry with college students. Uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> if, if you're not motivated by the love of Jesus, um, you, you, you don't have people like, like Nathan Carr. And I, I'm so grateful for, for NDSU and the work that they do there at the Newman Center. Uh, it, it, it truly is one of the best Newman Centers in the country. The things that Father Cheney and Monsignor Schleschelman do down there with the students is remarkable. I spent uh, the day on Saturday uh, giving essentially dating advice to college students for like six hours. And it's amazing to me. We do this every year. Uh, it's called how to avoid marrying how to avoid marrying a jerk, and literally you got like 20 to 30 some college students waking up early on a Saturday to try to take the time and effort it needs to be better prospective spouses. Um, just an incredible thing that that our Newman Center folks do. So I encourage you to tune in on Thursday uh, for Heather, a much better host on Thursday than you got today, and being able to talk to another Nathan will be a real blessing. In our last little bit here, I just want to remind everyone that this really is your Catholic radio station. Uh, the banquet that we had last night here in Fargo is just another example of how uh, there really isn't anything here unless you, the listener, participates and joins us in the journey that is Real Presence Radio uh, through your prayerful support, uh, first and foremost. Uh, if you're not praying for Real Presence Radio on a regular basis, I really encourage you to do that. Uh, this is a great gift and blessing. You didn't see it during the show here, but as I was in studio, a priest came by and was blessing all the doors in the building or whatnot. So we really do ask the Lord to take advantage of this. And we'll leave you with a quick glory be. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thank you so much for the support that you give to Real Presence Radio. It is a great blessing to us, and we hope you're blessed in turn. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.